Life is made of stackable moments. Moments such as washing dishes, going to work, doing laundry. And while these moments can be perceived as mundane, we can also choose to filter them through a lens of joy and live above. My name is Katie and I'll be your host as we choose to live above the perceived mundane and train our brain to create a life of joy. Let's go. Hello. How are you? I hope you guys have been doing well. It's been a minute since I put out Fuck the 3D, right? The, the last one. And uh, I really don't think that I need to come on every week. I really believe that I could come out once a month and you would still get the same benefits because sometimes we as human beings, we just consume, consume, consume because we're inundated with information. We are in the information technology age and there's just so much. There's an abundance of it everywhere. And so we get addicted to consuming and just consuming, 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 consuming. And not enough practice and application goes into something. I can watch videos all fucking day on how to play guitar, but until I sit down and practice and practice and practice through repetition, through repetition, through repetition, I'm not going to be a guitar fucking master. I'm just conceptually playing the guitar when I watch videos. And so I like to give enough pause and space for you to conceptually practice, but I probably will get into doing something like we started out in the beginning with something once a week and then maybe a practical tip we can apply. I don't know. We'll work it out as we go. We're friends. You can talk to me. Tell me what you like. We'll work it out as a team because I'm really here just for you. Sometimes I'm here for me. I like to get on these podcasts and um, speak about what I know from my own personal journey just because then I'll have a record and another beautiful benefit of this is one day I'm not going to be on this planet anymore Ovs and my grandchildren and great-grandchildren can will get a snapshot into my life and see my beliefs and who I was as a person and I'm huge into genealogy and my ancestry so if I were to have a living document like that of one of my ancestors, I think it'd be bomb as hell. So if you're to future gens, I got you. Anyway, so I was inspired, honestly, to come on today because I hear a something common. There's two things I hear common, okay? And one is um, the talk of states embodying states and a lot of people having confusion around that and then uh creation being finished so i kind of wanted to talk about that um because obviously this podcast is called create your joy and the reason i created it is because i believe that we as human beings we get so caught up in the minutiae of day-to-day -day, what we perceive as reality like Paying bills, uh, you know, meal prepping, getting ready for work, taking baths, buying razors, you know, making dinner. Every little thing that you could perceive as monotonous. We get caught up in that and we think that's reality. When I believe that 
reality is creation. We're creating monotony because that's how we perceive it. So create your joy. I wanted to create this from a space that I found when I pursue, like I say, everything you want, every manifestation, every desire that you have is not for the desire or the manifestation itself. You want it because you want it to create a feeling within you. It's a permission slip so that you can create a feeling about yourself. So you can feel valued, so you can experience freedom, so you can experience love, so you can experience liberation, whatever feeling you want to experience, that's what we're using the manifestation for. We're bringing something from the spiritual into the material so that we can experience an emotion, okay? And so create your joy. I have found that when I pursue joy, and when I create the emotion of joy in just little things, even washing dishes, you know, I hated doing dishes when I was younger. I used to get grounded to it a lot as a punishment. And so I hate that. But then someone shifted my perspective and was like, I love washing dishes because I like to pretend that I'm restoring them. Like I'm doing restorative work to the dishes. Like I'm a cobbler or something. I know a cobbler does shoes, but that's how they found joy in doing the dishes. And as I go on about my life and just little things like being laid off from jobs or losing a loved one or uh, seeing someone you love hurt, we often have the tendency to think and that we're um, irresponsible if we're happy or experiencing joy in the midst of that. And Granted, we are not always going to want to feel happy. That's a myth, right? We've already talked about that in past episodes. You're not always going to want to feel happy. Otherwise, why the fuck would we any other emotion but happiness have been created? Really, if that's all you were meant for, there would be no variety of emotion because that's what we were meant to experience. But we were meant to experience all emotions because they're all valuable teachers for us. They're wonderful experience. I always say um, serial killers and robots, they don't have emotions and we don't look kindly on serial killers and robots are like affectless. You know, We want the affect. We want the emotion. That's what is brings life passion. So anyway, back to create your joy. I have found in my life that when I pursue joy, in any form, when I'm going for a walk, I pursue joy by looking all around me. When I'm washing dishes, I pretend that I'm being restorative. When I vacuum, I pretend that, you know, I don't know. For me, I love vacuum lines, so they kind of get me going. I love to make them all symmetrical. When I'm doing things that I don't like, um, I like, like, if you're eating a meal and there's a vegetable you don't like. As a little kid, what did you do? I ate the nasty vegetable first so that the rest of my plate could be joy. Just little things like that. I feel like when we pursue the emotion of joy, then everything else that we want falls into place. And the only time that we fall out of alignment, you would say with law of attraction, or you would... Um, not be embodying the state, maybe they would say with law of assumption, the only time that you're out of that 
or out of whack with that is when you're predominantly residing in discontent and unease, right? You're feeling uneasy about things. Like for example, the uh, the other day, I when you get laid off from a job, I was laid off last year <coughs> and it was not wonderful. I work in the mortgage industry and it's not doing too hot. So I work in the mortgage industry in addition to this and it didn't feel great to be laid off. It just doesn't. And I was still kind of like, I was burned out at that job. I didn't feel fulfilled. And I felt like I should have been sad about losing that job and I kind of was because I'd worked there a long time so I'd created a memorized identity for myself at that job and so when that identity was shaken a little bit you tend to be like oh my gosh okay what's, who am I now but that just leaves the door honestly to create a whole new being right anyway so I'm at home I'm laid off and I'm enjoying myself like I'm going for walks every day and I'm feeling my emotions. Some days I would cry and I would just let myself cry and feel that. And other days I was just like, oh, I feel so free. And I would just let myself feel that. And uh, I noticed that certain days I would be like, if I felt happy, I would feel guilty for feeling joyful. Because, well, you it's irresponsible for you to feel joyful about being laid off and not having income come in. And I didn't have income coming in. I didn't. I haven't been coaching people for a while. I kind of shut myself down to reboot. I told you um, on the, a few of the last podcasts, I'm in a system reboot. So part of, I don't know how you guys system reboot, but this bitch, she system reboots by isolating I have to isolate. I'm totally extroverted, but I recharge like an introvert. And introverts like to recharge in quiet. Real G's. Rolling silence like a lasagna. That's, I'm a real G. I have to sit back in the cut and like reflect. And that doesn't mean that everybody has to. You know what I mean? You could be a new you or work out your issues in an instant. That's what thought work is all about. Look, basically, we're just memorized versions of ourselves, and thought work is all about dropping who you thought you were or who you've memorized yourself to be and either immediately believing a new story or repeating a new story so fucking much that it eventually becomes who you are, right? Anyway, so I found that I was guilty, feeling guilty when I was feeling all joyful um, because I was free of a paradigm that I didn't want to be in anymore, I believe. Like, and I was in kind of stepping into another paradigm of, oh, responsible people work, right? Whether you, you want to believe that or not, you know, logically, that's not true. There's trust fund babies. There's all types of people in this world who get money, and they do get money doing things they love or they don't work and they just receive residual checks or whatever. Money can come in all different ways. But that allowed me to see what beliefs I have. And sometimes I can miss those beliefs if I'm uh, basically covering it up by 
uh, I have a tendency to cover things up by like being engaged with people. That helps me if I interact with others, then I get the chance to feel light because I'm very extroverted, but it also doesn't allow me to be introspective and go in and see what beliefs I have because that's the only way I'm going to be able to amend those beliefs or memorize a new version of me, right? So I was just thought that was so interesting. Like, and I, I got out my, because I like to journal and I got out my paper and was wrote that down. I was like, do you see what your brain's trying to tell you? It's irresponsible to be happy if you're not working. What is some shit like that? And a bunch of other beliefs and bullshit kept popping up. And you know how I combated that? I just did little things that brought me joy until my brain got the hint that, uh, yeah, I can be laid off. I cannot have a job. I can even not have money coming in and I can still be joyous because I live by faith not by sight. I live by the spiritual man, not the carnal man, right? So now let's get into basically the topic. Like I said, create your joy was the topic because I hear a lot about creation being finished. Creation is finished. I wish we'd quit saying creating. You're just stepping into that version. Well, I'm going to say Yes, creation is finished. Everything is already spiritually created. Yes, God did that for us. But no, creation is not finished in this realm. We are made in the image and likeness of God Almighty that we might incarnate. We are made incarnate and we are made that we might incarnate or manifest things from the spiritual into the physical realm ourselves. And we do this through thought and feeling and those are states thought and feeling every like embody the state oh it's so hard how do you embody the state embodying the state is just a thought and feeling combo that leads you to different actions and behaviors and words that results in your manifestation or incarnation okay that's all a state is a state isn't that deep it's just i used to think here's a perfect one and I've said this before with smoking. I used to be a smoker. Why? Because I identified with the memorized version of Katie as a smoker. I like to smoke. I smoke cigarettes. Where's my cigarettes? I smoke. As soon as I dropped that, like, yeah, 15-year-old Katie started smoking. Why is 40-something-year-old Katie still smoking? She's carrying on a choice that 15-year-old Katie made? Nah. I no longer smoke. I've never smoked. I don't even like the taste of smoke. The smell of smoke makes me sick. It's like, I, it's like I look at it like heroin. It's so gross. That is a new state. See how one is a state and the other is a state and both of them can reside in me. And we get a lot of, what do they call it? Cognitive dissonance when we're trying to, um, be from one state to the other because we think that it has to be hard we're in the state that's how you know you've got your foot in the old state a lot is because you think it has to be hard to jump from one to the other it can just melt like butter into another because remember there's no such thing as a past thought like you said there's memorized states of being so it's just hardwired autopiloted in your you're just on autopilot but if you 
even sat down for a minute and had some conscious thought, like just sat down and like, that's why I love beta interrupters. Take a different way to work. Use a different fucking toothpaste. Use different eyeshadow. Um, put on your shoes in a different order. Beta interrupt something. Go to a different city and go get a fountain drink. Do something because that pulls you out of that autopilot just for a second to have conscious thought and then you can rewrite the program and then repeat the program over and over and over and it becomes the new autopilot feature. At least that's my experience. So bullet point again, creation to God is finished, but we are God incarnate. We are meant, we are created to create and creation for us comes in the form of choice and decision when you decide that i am now a non-smoker i've already created boom i've even recreated boom if i say from this moment to the next like i put out my cigarette i was a smoker in that moment that i smoked that cigarette i put it out between that cigarette and the next cigarette i'm a non-smoker so in that time is a form of creation. And then boom, as soon as I light up another cigarette, I'm a smoker. That's a form of creation. Do you see how we toggle in and out of states all the time? And it's just a thought and feeling combo, a memorized way of saying this is who I am. This is who I am. I have these thoughts. I have these feelings which make me act this way. That's my state of being. I have this thought. I think I can do it. I feel confident. That's my state of being. When I think and feel confident, I act in this way. I have behaviors. I say these things. I do these things. For example, a state. You could be in the state of bitchy wife. I'm in that state a lot. <laughs> you know, like take out the trash. I could have a thought, take out the trash. And then I could have the feeling annoyed or I could have the thought, take out the trash and have the feeling indifference. They're two different states. Do you see? Just be a thought in and of itself doesn't mean shit. It's when it's co-signed by an emotion. That's when it creates in our world. That's when it starts leading you to behaviors and actions and words that solidify that assumption so it can be repeated and that's when it becomes an ingrained belief. Anyway, so living by faith and not by sight. Or was that? Oh, we were talking about states. So I think we're going to put a pin in it here. I think next time we'll talk about living by faith and not by sight. I just wanted to touch on creation being finished and states of being and if I didn't make this clear, because I am a rambler, I don't give a fuck because I find a lot of good points in people's ramblings. Honestly, when people go on side tangents, that's where I get the most information because they're not, I guess, up in their head or maybe they are in their head. I don't know. But I love it because then they just start spewing and I'm like, ooh, let me write that down, let me write that down. So... Sorry if I'm rambly, but we're 19 minutes in. I think we're going to cap it on this one. Oh, I want to do a little card at the end, though. This is a, called an Empowering Questions deck. Empowering Questions. And we used to do the Soul Truth on here, but we've pretty much exhausted all those at this point. So let's start something new. 
I got these off Amazon. It doesn't say on the box who, it just says made in China. But I got them off Amazon, empowering questions. So let's pull one out and let's get to know each other better. And this is something we can journal on together. Ooh, and this question says, what are my strongest beliefs? So today, that's a good journal question for you. What are my strongest beliefs? My strongest belief is in God. There's God and he loves me. And I'm safe. My strongest belief used to be I'm not safe. So that's my strongest beliefs. And like I just told you before, another strong belief I had is it's not responsible to feel joy if you're not working or it's not responsible to feel joy if you're sp supposed to be doing something adulting. You know, if you're supposed to be being responsible, you shouldn't be lollygagging and feeling happy while you're doing it. That was just a belief I had. So what are, what's a strong belief that you have? Go get quiet, get still, spend 10 minutes with just you and your thoughts. And honestly, that would be a meditation. If you just sat in quiet for 10 minutes and thought, what are my strongest beliefs over and over and over again? I know something would be revealed to you that you would be like, hmm. That's from the 90s. Remember that? Things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, hmm, 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 yeah. Things that make you go, hmm. Well, what are your things that make you go, hmm? What are my strongest beliefs? Anyway, beloved, have a beautiful day, whatever you define beautiful to be, and peace out.